0: It's the time you got to I am a known Oscar hater. I have been kicked out of many Oscar parties for my Oscar misanthropy, and I've spent, I'd say, the last dozen years or so just watching the Oscars alone in a dark room in my bathrobe. Uh, drinking a glass of wine. I'm, no, I'm not exaggerating. That's literally how I do it—just grumbling. That sounds and good. And, that sounds fun. Just grumbling and grumbling. And uh, yeah. And so, and Stephen Garrett uh, is a a, a known uh, film critic, and he's here to talk to me uh, about last uh, night's Oscars. And boy, it was a barn burner. Here's the thing, Stephen. So, fine. What I did was I, I did something different. I was like, I'm not going to watch this year's Oscars. No one cares about the Oscars. No one's going to be talking about the Oscars. So instead I went to a screening at the Alamo draft house of a live stream of the on cinema at the cinema Oscar special. I don't know if you know what on cinema at the cinema is. What's that? Well, Tim Heidecker from Tim and Eric uh, (laughs) has this alternative universe, um, movie critic, uh, show called on cinema at the cinema. And there's like this comedian named Greg Turkington who, uh, Claims to be a movie critic and he operates this film archive in Victorville, California that's all a bunch of VHS tapes. There's a bunch of characters. It's, it's like alt-comedy, like Adult Swim lunacy. Um, and, I, you know, I think basically the, their whole premise. Well, there's a whole extended universe of characters um, that that people who are groupies of this uh, this franchise enjoy but the whole premise is that the movies are generally garbage and that the Oscars are stupid and so I was like all right this year I'm gonna do that so I went to the Alamo Draft House, you know and it was a three and a half hour live stream and it was uh they were streaming it from some kind of ranch in San Bernardino County and it was very <laughs> and it kept pausing and and it was just the whole thing was just kind of a disaster and then about halfway through it, my wife texted me saying, oh, my God, did you just see that? Because she thought I was watching the Oscars at the Alamo ah. Rapids, which she, she didn't. So I had no idea that uh, Will Smith had just charged up on stage and slapped the crap out of Chris Rock. <laughs> and and, and it, they actually ended had me had to interrupt the show and show us a clip because we it would have been insulting, you know, to, to have been – watching but basically what I was watching the moment that happened was was footage of poop coming out of a faucet <laughs> <laughs> wow very apt very apt that's what that, that's what that's what was going on and you know and then they, they uh Greg Turkington did a, a a live reenactment of what he thought the first scene of uh, Tim Burton's Willy Wonka prequel was going to be. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, they also had, had a tribute to the movie Psycho 3 and interviewed like a character actress who appeared in like, Psycho 3. That's what I was watching last night. While uh, watching, uh, the world funny. was burning down. And so like, you know, I, I literally, you know, it was a long show. So they let us use the our phones at the theater. So I was watching this kind of unfold. The, you know, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe, I can't believe what I just saw. <laughs> to, to, right. Right. To coin a phrase. I mean, I'm sure you feel the same way.
1: I can't believe Will Smith doesn't have a sense of humor about himself.
0: Right? He's, he's, he's always... What
1: a surprise! He's, he's always
0: been such a jovial, uh, unegotistical character.
1: Yeah, and that relationship with his wife has always been very stable and very healthy and,
0: yeah, like, not weird. at all
1: a peacocking weird shit show.
0: Yeah, very, very Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson going on there. <laughs> exactly, yeah. He, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you know... And no, no one, no one, no one would fault Tom. First of all, Tom Hanks wouldn't do it. I don't think Tom Hanks was there last night. Uh, okay. I, I would
1: like to see a reenactment where Steve Martin makes fun of Rita Wilson, and then yeah. Tom Hanks gets up and bitch slaps Steve Martin yeah. for saying it.
0: I, I don't know. I don't really have a hot take on what happened. It was just so it was so bizarre. Um, it was pretty bizarre that yeah. I can't really I can't really. Uh, wrap my head around it. You know, the only reason I wrote about it on the site was because I was having such an odd experience at the moment that it
1: <laughs> I mean... Well, I mean, maybe that's the more apt experience. Either that or uh, weirdly watching the clip uh, from Japan. Of the actual uncensored moment, yeah, that's what they showed then, us. That's
0: what they but then, but then
1: simultaneously translated into Japanese,
0: which I thought was even better. Yeah, that's what they that's what they showed us at at, at the theater. So so the uh, on <laughs> cinem- the on cinema at the cinema. If you want to tune in, you can pretty much get the gist of it. There's certain in jokes that I didn't quite understand. Um, right. but, uh, it, it, it's available now. You can stream the whole, you can spend three and a half hours watching it. It might, <laughs> it, it might be, it might be stronger without the interruptions. There is a pretty good musical tribute to this year's movies. There's kind of a, a new metal band called Decker that performs the, a musical tribute to the, to the movies every year. Uh, including, including this year's, uh, best picture winner, Coda. There you go. Uh, you know, which uh, I saw. You saw. You saw that at a, I did. At a festival, probably. I
1: saw it streaming uh, on. I saw it in the most uh, like modern way you could, which is its debut into the world was on a streaming platform, which was Sundance, which was virtual because of the pandemic. And here it is, the first streaming film to win Best Picture. Uh, yeah, so, I, wa- I watched it. On,
0: I watched it on Apple TV Plus, which I. Uh, which I got a year of for free with my new phone that I bought, that I purchased. Uh, Ooh, very nice. Uh, which was nice. And, and you know, it was like, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's, there are certainly have been worse movies to win best picture than Coda, yeah. Very, very, yeah. Very, very sweet movie. My, my thing about Coda was they kind of blew that ending where she sings that beautiful tribute to her family. They yeah. cut away and it was beautifully done and very, very touching. And they cut away from it halfway through to turn into turn it into a montage right 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 why right. why would you do that this is a no just do the scene the yeah. camera we don't need to see a montage of their of their fish packaging business getting better look
1: it's hard being deaf look no i i i think it's a lovely film it's a lovely it pushes all the buttons it checks all the boxes it works you know so uh it, it uh it's an incredibly innocuous film to win Best Picture. I can't knock it at all for doing it. It's an emotional ride. I think people want to see a movie that is about family overcoming obstacles and, 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 and kind of bringing itself together uh, and becoming stronger for it. And I, I, think, I think that's lovely. I, look, I mean, I, I don't disagree with anything you've said about the Oscars. I think Oscars is a buy-in of baseline, I'm going to accept it for what it is, and, you know, your hate watching is a natural extension of, I think, what people would do if they really believed that art could be celebrated and awarded, but it really can't in any just way or in any serious way. You know, like, it's a, it's a, it's a prize contest, right? Yeah. You know? And so I think the buy-in is that suspension of disbelief of what quality is, you know? And there's a certain popularity contest that's going on as a, you know, a, a certain amount of just a raffle, like the random person wins or something else happens that you're not expecting or what yeah, have you. So I've is. always loved the carnival aspect of it. And I've never hated the Oscars. I enjoy watching the Oscars. Yes, they're long. They're supposed to be long. This is a self-inflected wood. You know, it's like, it's like piling on people. You know how like you know, when, you, when you do a pile on of like three or four or five people when you're a kid or even as an adult? It's a painful experience, but you all
0: have a good time. Because it's just silly. Get the Oscars name out of your effing mouth, Steven. <laughs> that's all I, I got to say. Well, and then you have
1: that moment and you're just like, seriously, what the... I mean, it's a serious what the fuck moment and it's a serious reality check for the Oscars and a serious reality check for like, what a movie star is in these, this day and age and what's appropriate public behavior. Like, Why would he think it's okay to... To go up on stage and assault somebody who's giving a, like a, a, a presentation at an, at an award show. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very Kanye West of him. It's, I don't know, it's just there are crazy people out there and they are looser, more like kind of, you know, um, racier award shows. And I feel like we have now gotten to the deflation point of the Oscars where it really might as well be the MTV music awards or uh, you know movie awards.
0: Well, I was watching Greg Turkington. They, he, re- he staged the first scene of Wonka. It was this whole buildup for three and a half hours. He pulls away the curtain, and it's just a recreation of the bed from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> there are like these, like these grandparent puppets in it, and he's, he's going to be playing Grandpa Joe, and the host of the show is like, why are you doing this? This is just the first scene of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He's like, no, the puppets are a little younger. Then they were in the movie, and it, it, it was, that's what I was watching.
1: <laughs> it's so funny, yeah. It's so, so, funny. so
0: um, you know, I it was like it like this alternative universe. Unlike, and the the theater was full of like guys in their early 30s with little pencil thin mustaches who were like, "Ah, oh, I get that joke. I know that character." Ah, oh, <laughs> oh. I was like, "What what is going on here?" It was. It was. It was. It was. Uh, I was, uh, uh, was transported into another reality. Uh, so, that's pretty funny. Yes. So that's our summation. That's our Oscars take. Wow. Hey, you know, this is it's a, it's a wild ride.
1: It's a wild ride. Anything can happen. Live TV is back, baby. You gotta get those numbers. Like everybody's gonna turn in tune in next year. That's for sure. Or maybe not. But you know, I look. It, it certainly wasn't boring. And it certainly oh, no. was like a, a, a definite reality check on what celebrity behavior is allowed this day and age. I mean, there is literally no mystique anymore.
0: Hey, you know, well, you know, it's not like the Oscars have been totally boring in past years. I mean, they did accidentally give the best picture award to the wrong movies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know, exactly. That was great.
0: (laughs) Look, and there were a lot of tender
1: moments. I thought Lady Gaga with Liza Minnelli at the end was very sweet, you know. Liza certainly should not have been...
0: Literally sucking away the last bits of Liza Minnelli's life force.
1: Poor Eliza literally wheelchaired out. She's wheeled out and is confused and, you know, is doing her best. But it's, it's a kind of embarrassing moment. And, you know, Gaga gave it grace. And, you know, I think Troy Kotzker's, uh, you know, acceptance speech was really lovely. I thought um, I thought all the recipients gave, you know, Questlove was really moving. I, they all, I, I, I think they were lovely moving uh, speeches. And, you know, for the most part, it was a really lovely show. If you like that kind of thing, you know, plus, which plus I do. Plus one
0: Epic bitch slap.
1: (laughs) And a crazy bitch slap to Chris Rock, which is even funnier because, of course, Chris Rock was among the comedians who was like, I'm never going to host the Oscars again because it's all a shit show and all you do is get abuse. And he literally gets abuse doing one
0: joke, a G.I. Jane joke. I I mean, it was hilarious how Ridiculous Overblown. definitely one of the top five moments in pop culture history so uh well
1: and also i mean did you see the speech his acceptance speech Uh, yeah i i
0: i I, know because i (laughs) i I was literally watching decker's musical tribute new metal musical tribute to uh oscar winner so i but i've seen Uh, it but now i've seen it yes now
1: you've seen it that's crazy man that is crazy loco. I'm a river to my people and like sometimes love makes you do crazy things. I'm also and he apologizes to the Academy, yeah. but he doesn't apologize to Chris Rock.
0: I'm also, a r- I'm also a river to my people. I'm a river to we all the Book and Film Globe's contributors. Stephen, we'll be talking to you uh, for next week's show about Morbius. Which, uh, That's right. Which seems like an early contender for next year's Oscar.
1: I feel like he's going to bitch slap me oh. while I watch that movie yeah. and insult my wife.
0: All right. Talk to you soon. All right. See you, man. Bye. Thanks to the Stephen Garrett for joining me on this week's edition of the Book and Film Globe Week in Review Podcast. I am Neil Pollock, the editor-in-chief of Book and Film Globe, www.bookandfilmglobe.com. We cover the worlds of books and films and streaming TV and sometimes some other stuff, too.